Welcome back to the podcast with your favorite co-host, Cam Stahl, and your second favorite co-host, Lucas. Lucas, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I've had a great week. Quarantine is not getting to me yet. Um, but I think speaking of quarantine, do we have an apology to make? We do have a slight apology in order. Well, we posted a picture last week of us and our guest recording our podcast. And we realized that that was during a time where we should have been in quarantine. And it was very irresponsible of us and naive of us as young people to kind of brush off this virus and not take it as seriously as it should be taken which is not a good representation of who we are and kind of what we're trying to do with this podcast and it's just not us so we apologize and that's why this week um we're doing things a little different we are all over a zoom call right now Mm -hmm. Uh, it's kind of nice though laying back in bed recording a podcast it's kind of cool yeah, yeah, it's a lot more uh, enjoyable to just be in the comfort of your home as you do this. It feels more natural. Tell them about the big thing we got coming up later this week, though. I think we have a big thing coming up. You talking about the merch? I'm talking about the yeah, merch. Okay, okay. Um, so, reminder about the merch. We mentioned it last podcast, but we have stickers. And they're about halfway sold already, so they've done pretty good. So make sure you, if you bought one, you thank buy you. them. And then we have hats and t-shirts coming any day now. They'll be cheap. We'll cut you a deal if you buy both. Remember, 20% is going to charities, so it's going for a good cause. So, and, and if it makes you feel any better, our goal is to not make money off you. Every penny we get is either going to charity or back into this podcast. We're not pocketing this. So if that encourages you to help us with a purchase, please do. As much as we need to pocket this and would like to pocket yeah, this. Exactly. But yeah, follow us on Instagram, send us a DM, tell us you're interested in buying something, and we'll get it to you ASAP. If you're local, we'll we'll deliver it, we'll hand deliver it. And if you are uh, not local, we will charge just a small shipping fee. Um, you know, I think speaking of social media, that can kind of be a good segue into uh, introducing our guest for this week. Mm-hmm. I would like to be the first to welcome our social media manager, the beautiful Cameron Espinosa. And Cameron, why don't you tell us why you're such a special guest? Well, um, I think I'm a pretty special guest because I'm Lucas's girlfriend, but really I'm a girlfriend to both of these wonderful men. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've, we've, true. we've shared her for a while now. Yeah, a really long time. Got some good uh, three-wheel date memories. And it's not just you third-wheeling me and Cameron. Sometimes it's me third-wheeling you guys. Exactly. Sometimes it's me third-wheeling you guys. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, Cam, why don't you tell tell the listeners what we're going to talk about this, this episode? Yeah, so I'll just get into what you guys can be expecting from uh, your favorite co-hosts and then the also the bad co-hosts and Cameron. You know, this topic, we're going to get a little vulnerable. We're going to open up to you guys a little bit, kind of share our hearts. But uh, we're going to talk about dating, relationships. You know, we're going to cover everything from advice to past stories to maybe some fails or embarrassing stories we have. But um, Yeah, this is a topic that, before, that I think people are interested in, boys, girls older younger yeah, yeah. Um, people like to it's always like to know other people's business when it comes to romance yeah yeah so i want to welcome you to our business <laughs> yeah 
No, but I want to start this off just kind of for the audience, but also for me, um, by asking you and Cameron some questions about your relationship and about each other. Okay. Is that all right with you, Cameron? Yeah, let's, Great, let's thank dive you. right in. Okay, Lucas, this one is leading off with you. When was the moment when you laid those dark eyes on Cameron <laughs> and realized you wanted to be with her? When was that magic moment? Mm, okay. Um, well, me and Cameron have been around each other for a while. We've been going to school together for uh, a good 10 plus years now. So I guess we've always known of the other person, but never really, never really talked to each other. Until I mean, we're okay. in different my, grades, so it yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Until it's worth noting. my sophomore year, we were in this musical together at our school. I thought she was cute. My confidence was pretty pretty high at the time. I'm not proud of it. And so I was like, I'm just going to yeah, pull up. Your confidence was sky high. Your confidence was through the roof. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm just going to pull up. Steph Curry, it's going in, guaranteed. We kind of got put next to each other, got to hold hands a little bit. It was super cute. I got some butterflies. Oh, that is so cute. And Stupid. Yeah, I got her Snapchat from a friend. That's weak. Yeah, because I was too scared to get it myself. And then started snapping her, asked her to take a picture with me at the performance. She did. Mm. Smashed a pie in her face mm. that night. and really the That's rest really when straight. I fell in love. Oh, that's cute. When the when the whipped cream hit the nose, you just knew. <laughs> yes, you just truly. knew that was it. No, I want to make a note about you asking her to take a picture. I uh, I think that there's three keys to catch a girl's attention, and asking her to take a picture is one of them. Um, the other two are if you are holding a baby or a puppy. Oh, the baby one gets them every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it does. I don't know what about it, but it just always works. At least in my experience. I mean, girls really have a thing for babies, especially me. I love children, so. So, I mean, there it is. Luke, it's whatever you did. It worked. So, congratulations to you. Okay. Now, I have Hold a question on, can for we stop, Cameron. Can we stop for one second, please? Because my dog's in the room and I need to get him out. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Cameron, we don't care about your dog. I know, but I just didn't want him to make noise. <laughs> I love my dog, Okay. Okay. Anyway, Cameron, please focus. I Sorry, have a question focusing. for you. So Lucas kind of shared his first, like, his first, not interaction, but desire towards you. I want to hear about your first interaction with Lucas. I'm assuming it was a positive one. If you guys are still dating today, it must have been positive, no? Actually, our first interaction was probably a negative one, definitely a negative one. Um Mm. It, he was actually pretty rude the first time that I talked to him. Um, we were at Broadway really? Showcase rehearsal. It, kinda, it seems to be a theme because I was also rude to Cam. Yeah, because I had a similar interaction. Keep going. We were at Broadway Showcase rehearsal, and there had been rumors going around that Lucas was going to be Tarzan in one of the numbers. So I had never talked to him before, but I worked up the courage, and I asked him, Oh, like, are you going to be Tarzan? And he gave me probably the most disgusted look I've ever been given in my whole life and was like, um, I'm only a sophomore. Why would I be Tarzan? Okay. I was like, okay, but I okay never talking to I him again. I was specifically again. told to not tell anyone. So 
but I, I guess I could have I mean, gone about it a little bit better. It could have been a little nicer. Yeah. Well, and the cutest part about that is he still gives you that look today. Oh, yeah. Anytime I ask a stupid <laughs> question, that's the look I get. Yeah, no, that's, re- that's really beautiful, though, how uh, your your love story started off on such a great note from your perspective, Cameron. <laughs> I really, really love that hey, for you guys. Something worked because three years later because from that moment. it's. I was going to say, it's been a while. Three years while. later from that moment, like officially together for over two, but like been talking for over three years. So it's been way too long. Um, yeah. I think both of us kind of want that something a lot. new. You know, you know, once you're able to say you want something new to the other person's face, you're in it for good. <laughs> like Thanks, once you Cam, can joke about that, that, you're you're in it for good. We'll see. That's my opinion. We'll see. Okay, I have another you. question for you, Lucas. If I may. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so it sounds like you and Cameron at least from her perspective, didn't get off on the right foot. Is there any other scenarios where maybe you did something embarrassing or maybe, like, is there, like, a moment you're embarrassed about you'd like to share? Just asking. I don't have one in mind, <clears throat> Mr. Espinosa. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So if if you know me, you've probably heard the story before because uh, it's one of my favorites but it's super embarrassing and if Cameron's dad is listening how's it going this one's about you here we go <laughs> so this is very early in us talking so I'm still trying I'm in like the gotta impress her stage which has long gone but um, I go to one of her like big dance shows with two of her friends and so me her two friends and her all go out to eat afterwards we go out to eat and then we have to take her home and so we get to her house and i'm thinking you know what i'm gonna be a gentleman because i am a gentleman it's a good move and i'm going to walk her to her door because that's what good guys do and walk her to her door we get to her porch um you know, give her a hug goodnight, and I start walking away, and I, like, walk down the steps off the porch. And then I hear the door open, and I, like, I, like, look back. So I'm off the porch, and I'm, like, looking back at the door. And it's dark, and I see, like, her dad's, like, silhouette. And <laughs> keep in mind, her dad's, like, not an intimidating person, and in no way does he try to intimidate you. So this was all self-inflicted, and so it seems like, it seems like a pretty easy thing to not mess up. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like stopped dead in my tracks, and I'm having a little conversation inside of me, and I'm telling myself, you know what, go be it, go be a good guy, shake his hand, you know, say hello. But my it's like my body wasn't moving. My body was was telling my mind no and what felt like 30 seconds of me just staring at him I decided not to go up and say hello and instead what does Lucas do he turns around and sprints away like could I couldn't done I couldn't wow. have done anything worse in that situation. No, that was definitely the worst thing you could have yeah, done. Yeah, I get in the car and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what have I just done? What did I just do?" And I thought that was the end. 
super embarrassing. Never really came up again. But now we're cool. It's a funny story to look back on. I'm surprised you ever went back. I know. I was so embarrassed, but it's all good now. That's crazy. Oh, boy. Cameron, did your dad ever say anything about that to you? He never said anything. Honestly, I don't even know if he really, truly noticed. No, yeah. I, I think I, it, it might have been, been a head. bigger deal in Lucas's head than it actually for was. Sure. But it makes but it makes for an outstanding story. And every time I hear it, I it's a little bit like bigger than it was the last time in my head. <laughs> okay, so if I may kind of switch gears here, sticking with the lovely Romeo and Juliet we have here, but I would like to switch gears a little bit and maybe get into a little bit more of a, a serious, kind of a soft, mushy question. We've had the how'd you get to know each other. We've had the embarrassment, but let's, let's, let's hear from your hearts. I want to hear from you each. What are your favorite things about each other? And followed by that, what have you learned from each other in the last two to three years? Oh, gosh. No time to think. I want this to be right off the top of your head, right from the heart. Don't luckily, think about I, it. Luckily, I have a whole list of favorite things that I have about Lucas, so I can just pull anything right oh, from that list. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> okay, I'll go first, I guess. I think that my favorite thing about her is that she's very... She's very full of life. If you've been around her, she's very like mm. loud and energetic, and but in the best way. <laughs> yeah, and usually, she, um, and she is very intentional in the way she loves the people around her. So I think from that, what I've learned from her is that there is no act of kindness too small. Mm, I love that. Um, she finds like very unique and creative ways to love on people and to show her affection for you and show her mm. that she and show you that she cares and I think that's that's very special in a person and it's hard to find now yeah that's unique I'm a firm believer that if if you really show biblical love it should be irrational and th- shouldn't make sense to most people right i think cameron's a good clear example of that. wow yeah. lucas that's so nice thank you <laughs> okay okay yeah you go that's probably the last time you'll hear that <laughs> yeah probably okay cameron you're up let me pass you the mic i have to <laughs> stupid i would have to say that one of my favorite things about lucas is just his confidence He's a very confident person. He knows what he wants out of mm. life. Um, he knows that he's very capable. Um, he's also very hardworking and determined, and he can overcome anything. And I find that really um, admirable, especially because I can be someone who might give up eas- easily. So um, he definitely encourages me in that way. And I would say something that I've learned from him over the years is definitely how to be a good friend because Lucas is one of the most loyal people I've ever met. Um, he's a ride or die, and if he loves you, he will go to the grave for you. Like he will exactly. do Exactly, you can for say you. whatever you want about my boy, my my second best co-host, but he is loyal. He is. Right. He's I'm loyal. not always the nicest. I'm not always gonna tell you how much I love you. But when you need something, I'm there. Exactly. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was that was good of us to be nice for each other to each other for once. Yeah, no, that that was that was really <laughs> cute. 
hope you enjoyed that because probably last time. Thanks, Lucas. Yeah, Appreciate no, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh, we let's see. I gotta add time to this Zoom meeting here. How do I do that? You can edit this out, right, Lucas? I think we keep this. Okay. Moving on. I think we should get into love languages. Because... Oh, that's fair. Because here's what I've seen is that me and Cameron are, like, the exact opposites. But I think you and Cameron are very similar. Oh, I would say we might even be the exact same. Yeah, we're pretty much the same. (laughs) Let me give you mine first, and you you guys can play off it. My first is for sure gifts. I like to I like to give gifts. I mean, I also like to receive gifts, but mostly I love to give gifts. I like to uh, see people's reactions when when I give them a gift. Like that's my favorite, and I love to show my love in that way. You're really good at it too. Yeah, agreed. I think that my last hands down is physical touch. I hate being close to people. I hate touching people. Don't even get me started on PDA because that is disgusting. But I hate to cuddle. It gets too hot. It's too claustrophobic. It's gross. Um, but I know you two, you guys well, are physical well, touch. Well, because you cuddle with you cuddle with both of us. Yeah. When you make the same me. time. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I think Cameron. Obviously, let's say on three what our first one is. One, two, three. Physical, physical touch. touch. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. But let's talk about what follows. I was thinking about this actually the other day, and I I can't think of one that I'm not. I'm like a I'm like a Hallmark card. I'm a very cheesy, like a Disney teenage movie when it comes to like dating and being in a relationship. So like yeah, obviously physical touch my number one. I think quality time, like a fun date, like a hike like driving to the sunset or like um you know just any any quality time i love i'm a huge words of affirmation guy you know i need i need to feel affirmed but i also love letting other people know how much i value them i don't i don't know how to put my feelings into words like that so i can't i can't give love like that like if, if if someone gives me a gift i could not care less if they give me a card too like i just don't care which I think works for you and Cameron because you guys kind of play off each other's strengths and weaknesses. What you lack, she has. What she lacks, exactly. you have. Exactly. And we've had to learn how to love each other in, like, a different way, which has been interesting, too. Yeah. I would say Thank that... Thank you, bad guest. <laughs> I would say that, <laughs> obviously, my number one is physical touch. Um, you can't be too close to me. You really can't. I love to touch everyone all the time. Um, my friends get very annoyed, but I love it. And then I'd have to say that my second is probably words of affirmation. I love to tell people that mm. I love them. I think that it's the best thing ever. And I also need to be affirmed sometimes too as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I love to write letters. I love to write like long paragraphs. Yes. And I love to just like encourage yes. people in that way. Me too. And then... I mean, what are the other two? Gifts and acts of service? Yeah, I'm horrible at gifts, which has made it really interesting for me and Lucas because I Mm -hmm. have really had to learn how to um, be a better gift giver just in general because I'm horrible at it. Well, and I think the thing with gifts is it has less to do with the price tag and more to do with the thoughts. Like, for example, one of my favorite things to do 
is to remember what someone said a while ago and then get it for them later and then they're like oh my goodness like you seriously remember that from a month ago like yeah but, i think and that means like a lot that to I'm people bad at like i don't remember anything about anyone well if you cared enough about lucas you'd get good <laughs> right, at it right that's why right. i'm trying camden thank you i'm just kidding no um that's really good though it's so cute to hear from you guys it just makes me feel so alone so thank you for that okay really appreciate that next segment let's get away from Uh-oh. from me and cameron let's get more into you cam let me oh yeah, yeah what yeah, you guys should treat. know is that me and cam have had like very different love life experiences our dating lives really are opposite me and cameron have been on our fair share of double dates with cam spoiler alert we have outlasted every single one of those double dates but it's fun. That's true. This is yeah. true. And it's been a roller coaster ride for really the both of us. Yeah, no, lots of ups and downs. Yeah. What? We'll start with a general question. Just what has your dating life been like from your perspective? <sighs> well, Lucas, I just want to start by saying I don't regret anything. And let me tell you why. It's because in every relationship and experience, whether it went good or bad, there's a lesson to be learned. And I think if you are mature enough to take the lesson out of everything, then there's no such thing as a bad experience. That being said, I have never once dated or talked to somebody and then come out of it regretting have like talked to that person. Point being, I have nothing bad to say about anyone I've talked to. I, you know, all those people are awesome. They're super great. It just was not the right thing or not the right time. But that being said. I have often been on the receiving end of getting played. Yeah. What is it um, about you that that you just keep getting played? Like, I don't. That's the that was that was the, you know, the joke of my life in high school was like I always got played. And then my thing was, I wouldn't just get played. I would go back to the girl that played me yeah. after she played me. Um, no, but I think what it is is I'm a very open person. Mm-hmm. I love deep conversation and talking about feelings and like Same. all that mushy stuff that most most dudes hate. And so I think naturally when you open up to someone and and you and you become close, it leads to talking in a way that's a little bit more than friends. But then I think oftentimes I I couldn't give you a reason, but I would end up, you know, getting played or strung along or led on. And again, it's nothing against anyone who's done that to me because one of the things that I pride myself on is I'm still friends yeah. with, I think, every I, girl I've I really commend to. you for that, honestly. Yeah, that's very admirable because I could never do that. And honestly, you are, you're still pretty good friends, too, with almost all your yeah. exes. And it's not, and it's not in like a weird way, like a, I can't get over my ex type of way. It's in a way like I realize that I can't force anyone to feel anything i don't owe anyone anything so if someone no longer wants to be with me that's not something that i am able to hold against them Mm -hmm. you know so that's just my my look on it but yeah that's kind of a brief summary of my uh past yeah and uh so what what do you look for in a girl what first catches your eye what things do you want in in a significant other well i i think it's the biggest lie 
when people say that physical attraction isn't part of a relationship. Because that, I mean, ultimately, that's probably the first thing that catches your eye. That's the first thing if that you catches don't know the your person. eye, whether you'll admit it or not. But I think moving past that, I would say it sounds cliche, but number one, I think it's important to look for someone who loves the Lord. And the reason being, you cannot love someone else until you love him first, at least not well. And then moving on from that, I think second, I look for someone who compliments me. And like, and I, when I say that, I mean someone who makes me a better version of myself and someone that I can make better, a better version of themselves, if that makes sense. Um, so kind of what you and Cameron have going with the whole, like, your strengths are her weaknesses, her weaknesses are yours, whatever that whole thing is. I think that's very important. Um, and then you've mentioned this before, someone who knows what they want to do with their life, someone who's ambitious. Yeah, because I think what I've learned that more in college because college is kind of the time where you got to buckle down and uh, have a sense of where you're going or at least have more of a sense of where you're going than you did in high school. So it's really attractive uh, in a girl that she knows where she wants to go. She knows the steps she's going to take. Because, I mean, ultimately you don't want a person who doesn't have any aspirations, doesn't know where they're going. It, right. So, I don't know. That's just, that's how it's changed since high school. How has how it changed for you since high school? Yeah, I think when you date in college, it's a lot more serious. I mean, I, I'm a big believer that every dating relationship you're dating to marry but I also do think high school there's a it's less serious and more fun but in college I mean there I don't want to say there's no pressure but it's just more of a serious thing in college at least the way I see it so I think I would say the way it's changed for me is I'm more thorough about who I date yeah if that makes sense I'm I'm more careful about who I who I kind of give myself to in a sense because it's it's a bigger commitment. It's something you want to be sure about. You asked me for any embarrassing, awkward stories. Do you have any uh, embarrassing or awkward stories that you can share when it comes to your love life? The one that jumps into my mind, I mean, obviously, besides the shower story from episode one, is actually with the same girl, same <laughs> kind of the same time, freshman year. A crazy time. Um, and I know she's probably listening to this, but we are sitting in, can I name drop? Can I say whose garage it was? Is that a big deal? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. We were in Jenna's garage. Shout out Jenna um, for listening. Bir- <laughs> Shout out J-Rob. It was her birthday. So we thought, well, she thought what better way to celebrate than to have a nice movie night in the garage, big couch and everything. And I'm sitting next to my crush. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's time to make your move. It's time to pull out the love doctor cards. And so, you know, smooth as butter, I put my arm around her. At least I thought it was smooth as butter. My arm was probably shaking. But about an hour into the movie, I finally got my confidence up. I don't even remember what movie it was because I was just, like, thinking in my head, how was I going to be able to hold her hand? So I don't, I couldn't even tell you what the movie was about or anything that was said because I was so focused on holding this girl's hand and finally i got the confidence and i kind of started reaching down for her hand and i i grabbed it and it was like we interlocked fingers i was like wow this this is amazing you know this is everything i thought it would be and then after about a couple seconds of silence kiera who was not the girl i meant 
to uh, interlock fingers with, decided to uh, say, Cam! Cam, that's my hand! I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. I just grabbed the best friend <laughs> of my crush at the time. Um, so I don't think that, that couldn't have gone worse, um, especially because it was right away. So everyone, everyone knew you were trying to hold girl. her hand. Kiara didn't let it go. Yeah. Still hasn't let it go. And Kiara kept bringing it up. You know, we're about five years from the day. Kiara still brings it up. Um, because I, it's pretty funny, though. I mean, looking back, like, I thought it was so slick, and then I grabbed the wrong girl's hand. Leave it to me, you know? So high school came and went. You had the girls you've talked to. Now yeah. what does your love life look like in college? First semester, I was single, you know, the classic working on yourself type. Second semester, I was lucky enough to meet someone. She's still in Michigan. Very fortunate to have met her. She uh, checks off all the boxes on my list. You know, she pushes me better. She loves the Lord. She's beautiful. I'm a very, I'm very lucky dude. Oh my gosh, this is so cute. That's that's where I'm at right it's now. It's kind of it's kind of long distance right now because I mean not planned, but yeah, not planned. But I think you know there's a reason for everything, and I I'm I'm an optimist, and so I try to f- see the good, the lesson, everything. And one of the things I think me and her, or at least me, I'm supposed to learn through this or get out of this is distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, it really. Lucas does. always tells me that. Always. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in two things. Number one, long distance makes you sure about the person you're with. Right. Because because when you're not around them for months at a time and you still want to be with them, like you, that's real, you know? And secondly, if a couple can make it through long distance, I think they can make it through almost anything because mm-hmm. that's such a hard thing. Yeah, I think what I've learned is both people have to – have to be fully 100% committed into making it work because if one person is is not as committed as the other guarantee it's not going to work and I think just finding uh, some sort of routine in talking to them and spending time with them even though you're not physically with them so I don't know texting them throughout the day uh, Mm -hmm. FaceTime or calling them every so often just trying to find moments uh, that you both can uh, and to to spend time with each other, and even though it's not it's not physically being with each other, it for sure helps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's definitely still hard though. Like, there's days where I'm like, I just wish that Lucas was here, but it's also oh, for sure. It's also good because when he like does come home, I'm like so excited to see him and like. We're just, like, so happy to be around each other and finally yeah. be with each other. So yeah, and we really, like, maximize been, like, really cool. We really maximize our time together, like, go out and do really fun stuff, like, make sure that every moment we spend together is is super valuable. Yeah, I think that's really good, second best co-host. Yeah, it just makes you appreciate the other more. Um, uh, Cameron, is your hand raised? Yeah, so I need to get a charger really quick, but... Um, my iPad's gonna Hustle die. up. Hustle up. Okay, Lucas, now you can actually tell us what how you really feel about Cameron. I I think I'm ready to end it. It's yeah. way too long. I literally can I'm hear just kinda you guys. bored. Oh. Oh. Okay. Cam. One thing Yeah. I think 
one really unique thing about us in our time in high school. Uh-huh. What really bonded us is we attempted to date best friends. Yeah, we uh, attempted's a good word. And needless to say, we will never date friends again. It didn't work out. We thought it'd be cute, the whole, you know, double date thing, um, their friends, we're friends type thing. Well, well, and to be fair, it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was for for a month, it was cute. What did, what did you, what did we take away from that? What did we take away from that? I think what I took away from that was, I think it just goes back to being sure about who you're with. I think that was something that I rushed myself into or was rushed into. Um, and as a result, wasn't ready on my end to to date. And um, and I think I think through that, someone else was hurt because of my lack of maturity and preparation. In preparation, sense of being ready to date someone. Um, so Claire, I'm very sorry. You live about five doors down from me, and you're one of my favorite people to this day. Yeah, again, um, someone you're still friends with. Yeah, I, Claire and I actually played volleyball together yesterday in the street with my little brother. One of my favorite stories, and she would be okay with you sharing this. So, how how did you end that relationship? Because I think it's really funny. <sighs> yeah, well, I'm actually looking out my window at the exact spot it happened. So, a little background. Like I said, Claire and I are almost next door neighbors. Um, and one of the things we did because of that was we always walked our dogs together. And it was always the joke between our parents, like, oh, our dogs are in such good shape right now. Ha, 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 you know, dad joke, dad joke. But one day I texted her and said, hey, would you like to go for a walk? Which is nothing out of the normal, except this time we decided to forget the dogs, which I think was out of the norm. Because, side note, if you don't know, I love my dog more than anything. And so we... uh start walking around the block and i uh i just can't can't get the stomach to tell her that you know this isn't this isn't what's gonna work for me because i don't know i just couldn't do it i just didn't have the the guts and finally we're on kind of like the uh three quarter mark and she goes she stops walking she says so cam like what do you have to tell me I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, like, obviously there's something you have to tell me. And I'm like, well, she got me now. So I might as well just break the news. And I was like, look, you are, you're, you're great. I could, I don't have a bad thing to say about you, but I made a mistake with this. I'm not ready to date somebody. This is totally my fault. I feel awful, which was another mistake because we still had about five minutes left in our walk after that. It was, I think kind of a quieter end to the walk than usual but yeah i think that was a pretty bad way to go about that okay moving on our, f- yes, our thank final you. final little segment i think we should go around you know leave the audience with what what we've learned what we have found works in a relationship we're still young so cam what do you think is the most important to me it's communication you, you guys both know i'm a big time communicator I'm a talker. I'm an emotional person. I think with my heart, you know, you know, the song goes, you know, I wear my heart in my sleeve, baby. But I think there's two sides to that. Number one is communication of feelings. If someone 
if if the woman of my affection is upset with me, but I don't know that, I don't know how to attend to that and fix that. Or if she is sad about something, but is not able to communicate that with me, I am not going to be able to comfort her in the best way I can. And then the flip side of that is if I'm upset or sad and I don't communicate that, then I can't expect her to treat me accordingly. And then the other side of communication is that um, it just it just avoids a lot of arguments. Um, and for example, there's days where, you know, I'm going to be gone all day. And if I don't text or don't let someone know, then it can lead to, hey, why are you ignoring me? Why haven't you gotten back to me all day? What are you doing? And it leads to like worry and anxiety and all these different things. But if I just, when I wake up, say, send a quick text and say, hey, so-and-so, um, I've got X, Y, and Z today. I'm going to be busy till 6 p.m. I'm sorry I won't be able to talk until then. That solves so many issues. So to me, that's why communication is so huge. Agreed. I think mine would be commitment. I mm. think because, like I said earlier, both sides have to be fully committed to each other. Because um, ultimately, if one person is half committed, it's not fair to the person who's who's giving it everything they have. Uh, but you have right. to make a conscious decision that you're going to do whatever it takes to make this work. You're going to make sacrifices in order to make it work. And I think that relationships a lot of times end because someone just isn't committed. I think it's very true. I agree with that. And I'd say that something else that's really important in a relationship is trust. Trust includes trusting your significant other around people of the mm. like opposite gender, but it also includes just trusting them with like your problems, trusting them with your secrets, trusting them to like be there for you and things like that. Because if you can't trust them to help you out in times of need, then you can't really communicate well with them. I think that like plays a lot off of communication too. Um, and if you can't trust your significant other, it can turn into an unhealthy relationship really fast. Which is why I think that trust is so important. Yeah, I, I like that. Those are both very good points. I think that wraps up episode four. Cam, is there anything you would like to say uh you know thank you to our listeners you know you guys are like a family to me you know all 18 of you have just changed my life in the in the last month or so but uh no seriously this is a lot of fun we'll be back next week actually i think one more note you'll probably notice you we dropped a day late we had some technical difficulties with zoom yesterday yeah we apologize um so uh, we that that you know I think it was your fault, Cameron. That's why your name on this Zoom is bad guest. But I'm thankful um, that you guys had me on this episode. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm also, glad we got it out of the way. Also, hi mom, because I know you're listening. Thank you guys for listening. Second best co-host. You have anything to add? We'll we'll catch you guys next week. See you guys next week.